This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Hello, everyone. What a day. What a day. Uh, the evidence is out. The report is here. And uh, um, just one second here. I'm going to take one more note here before I forget. Um, hey, Logan, while you're at it, will you turn off that commercial? Hey, I can hear you guys talking back there. Um, okay, everybody. Um, welcome to Lindell Report. We're going to have... Uh, if you go, we're going to go, um, we're having the two of the um, cyber experts, the experts that looked at the Dominion machines, uh, the images that in Colorado that um, uh, we put out today uh, after five months or actually seven months worth of uh, a painstaking um, um investigation with this with these guys um i've i uh these are two of many many uh that were part of that uh part of, part of the uh, uh independent group that looked at these i looked at these uh the evidence what it is everybody just so you know when we do have them on this is um images with the dominion machine remember last uh spring uh, there was a, there was a, not, you had the 2020 election, but, and then you had this election in Mesa County just by city clerks or city, city uh, councilmen. And everyone said, this is impossible with all the ones that won. Uh, there were all these Democrats that won and it was absolutely impossible. So they went to the county clerks and they, and uh, uh, one being Tina Peters, and they said, uh, this can't be possible. Well, then when, uh, when Jenna Griswold ordered the trusted build, was for Dominion to come and delete everything. Um, she did. Uh, she preserved her. Uh, um, or did a uh, uh, backup of her computers, like you would do if you're gonna if you're someone's gonna come and do work on your computer or you're done for the day. You back it up. And uh, well, they destroyed everything, and that uh, that came out in report one and two, and uh, and now today we have report three. And I'm looking forward to the um, to the guys coming on. Uh, They'll be on brand. They'll be on what until about ten minutes. Six fifteen central. Six fifteen. So, um, well, I want to tell everybody when we get when we get it before we get them on. It's been quite a day. We've been fighting. We have it up here on Frank Speech exclusively. Everybody, uh, you go to frankspeech.com. Here, I can show you. Let me you want me to show now, them. Let's show everybody where it's at. All right. Because this is this is how we've won today. We've got it out. Uh, I believe there's been a million downloads just for the evidence. Okay, if you go here, now click on you click on bombshell evidence. You see it right there, bombshell proof, and now click on the. Uh, there it is. Okay, now as you scroll down, everybody, as you scroll down, go all the way to the bottom, Brandon. Keep going, keep going, keep going. If everybody, if you see it, wait. I, I think you went too far. You've been past. Click the here comp. to download supporting documents. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So there, everybody, if you're a cyber, if you're in the cyber world, you can click on there and download this because it's good. they're called hashes. And that, that that shows what's in the report that these experts use, and they're identical. They match. It's a, I, had, I, had many, I got many, many outside opinions on this when they came out with this report, and, they, uh, and every one of them said it's 100%. You can't change a picture in time uh, that's been preserved. So it's over. The bottom line is we all get to see now and know what is inside a Dominion machine or a Smartmatic machine or ESNets or all the machines, all the computers. It's all in the open now. It's over. They're caught. Um, now, you also, it says click to get a downloadable, uh, to download this report in a PDF format. Everyone was asking for that. We asked for it. We put it up. Um, Brandon, okay, so everybody, if you get to hear what we need you all to do, we need you to share that particular, that that um, report. You need to go down. Is there a share button there? Um, or is that on the top? Let's see. Well, yep, there's tweet. No, it's up there's on top. Twitter. Go to the top. Go there's all the way up to Facebook, the top. Twitter right there. Go all there. the way up to the top. Go all the way up to the top. That's not, that's, if you go all the way to the top. Oh, there they are. 
There they are, everybody. You need to share, and you can do right, the blue one on the right there, Ren, if you, if you click on that, and then you click on that link. You can email that to everybody. You can send it. We need to get this out to 150 million people. Remember, everybody, the, me, the mainstream media and all the media is against us. We now have what's inside the machines. They're caught. It's over. But what are we up against? We're up against all the media that doesn't want anybody to know about it. So they're all going to go fox on us or they're going to go for deflection. Okay? They're going to go for deflection. Just like the Supreme Court justice thing going on right now that they're picking. That's a manifestation of the 2020 election, you guys. If it wasn't stalled, we wouldn't be looking at Biden making some pick. We'd be looking at Donald Trump making some pick. This is the biggest evidence. This day is historical in the history of the United States. We now know what they were hiding. Remember, guys, only one machine, Brandon, only one, where, every, where the public vaguely knew about it was Antrim County, Michigan, about a little over a year ago. When, uh, when they, that was a school board, that was a down ticket school board election that they go, you know, hey, let's look into this. It says 500 people voted and there's only five people that vote in that election. So they, so they knew something was wrong and they looked into it. Sure enough, it showed 7,000 votes were flipped from Donald Trump to Biden out of 15,000 in the county. But what happened, everybody? Here comes a gal from the county. She comes in. She deleted the files. admitted she did it. The FBI came in. She wasn't even arrested. But the cyber guys were still able to extract because things get preserved. There's other ways to... That, that they found out what was in those machines. She thought she deleted everything. So they had all this report, this beautiful report from Antrim County, Michigan. Okay, Well, the media discredited it. They said it was just a glitch in that particular machine. Accounting year, they had all these big lies they told us, everybody, because Antrim County, Michigan kept coming up, kept, kept coming up. They kept suppressing it, suppressing it. Then they just decided, let's just discredit it. Because why? They did in the in that report, there wasn't that you didn't get to see what was inside the machines to back up what they based it on. Well, guess what, everybody? We have it all. It's all here. Thanks to Tina Peters, who did who backed up her computer before Jenna Griswold came in and Dominion to commit crimes. More crimes, cover-up crimes for their original crime. And inside these machines, these reports, we're going to have the experts on here that went through these. Uh, Brandon, you can interview them. You know more about this. You've got the report. You've looked at it. So we can, and I know you've got screenshots of it and stuff. But I want to, so I just want to get a little a little bit in here before um, before they come on. Because I, this is a great day for the country. We cannot let the media beat us at this one and just let this be just another day. Just another day, because this isn't just some other evidence. This is what everyone in this country, when you say this, uh, this validates everything we've been doing, everything. All of you out there watching, this is it. This shows the, the inside, what they did. It shows uh, manipulation. Brandon, it shows, uh, it shows voter manipulation in the 2020 election. I believe also in another election in Mesa County, we'll have to ask the experts. But I want to tell everybody what we're doing, um, what we're going to be doing when you, after you hear from these experts, uh, we're going to get this out. You're, with all your help, you're going to keep putting it out there, putting it out there. We've got to keep this alive over and over again because now with this, we're going to get the preliminary injunctions. We're going to go after each state, state by state. We're starting with um, South, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Alabama, um, I believe, Colorado, um, um, there's that, oh, here it is. And Louisiana. Um, so you have Wisconsin, Colorado, Alabama, South Dakota, Arizona, Louisiana, and Minnesota. Uh, there's a reasons why we're going after them first, but we're going to go to all the states. We've got to put a thing in there. The, you, are, you, are also, you are all out there, the plaintiffs. All of you are. You're all the plaintiffs now. They stole our country. You are the plaintiffs. We're going to do a preliminary injunction to get rid of these machines and computers once and for all, they have violated the fundamental right to vote under Statutes 42-USC 
1983 violation of equal protection and also due process. Brandon, you know, this comes right just in time with the bill they were going to put through in Colorado to completely take away any, no clerk could bring up any evidence to the state. You couldn't badmouth the Secretary of State. I've never heard of such a law. And you if you did, you could be fined and go to jail. Fine and go to jail if you badmouth, if you say bad things against the almighty Secretary of State, the devil herself. You know, she's up there. Uh, Jenna Griswold, evil, evil, and more evil. And, uh, you know, I just got off the phone, um, and this is where we're at, too, is uh, I told off the Reuters lady. She was at, uh, she was also at, uh, uh, is it Routers? Reuters? Reuters, Reuters. Reuters. Remember, she was at CPAC, right, Brandon? Oh, that same lady? The same lady. She said she came back for round two. She's trying to do a hit job in Colorado on the um, the U.S. something. This group that uh, uh, where I've hired some of them, um, you know, for uh, uh, great people that I've hired people from around the country. Over fifty people now, counting lawyers, cyber guys, people on the ground, and people in Cause of America, and the. Um, but she's trying to do a hit job on them. You're talking about the, the, the little blonde, nice, very nice, soft-spoken lady? Oh, she's about as... Be careful of that snake that'll bite you. Hey, be careful, okay? <laughs> I realized after about three minutes on the phone, I go, do you do realize we have the biggest bombshell ever dropped in the United States for this election? It's over. We have it. And I showed her the link and everything. She goes, now, do you do stuff for... Is, um, in Colorado, in Monroe County, Mesa, in Monroe, Mesa County... I go, what are you talking about? I said, and then she talked about the this other group, the U.S., the U.S., I forget what it is, in Colorado, and she's trying to do a hit job on them for some reason. I go, why are you doing a hit job? I'll tell you what I said to her here. This is what I wrote this lady after I hung up on her. Um, this is just this just happened to everybody. This is what I'm up against every day. Um, when I hung up on her, uh, and told her off and says, I apologize if I wasn't understanding all of the techno the techni technical subject matter you brought up. Um, and much of this is new to me. I really appreciate a chance to talk again. Many thanks for the link to the interesting story. It's an interesting story. You know what I put to her? Do the hit job they hired you to do. I cannot waste my time on your Colorado story hit job to attack great people and help ruin our country. You are working for the wrong people and evil. I will pray for you like all the other lost souls. This is disgusting that these journalists out there, if you're a journalist out there, yeah, you know, Zach called me to do today. I had to hang up on Zach, Brandon. Really? Zach did the same thing. Zach calls up, you know, talked about something stupid or something in Ohio. I go, I don't know what you're talking about. This is what we're waiting for. The evidence is here today, everybody. We have it. It's over. You can take your cyber guys and you can dig in and do what you want to do. But, you know, this shows an algorithm in the machines. It shows everything, so it's over. I got a hold of Chris Ruddy from Newsmax. I said, Chris, you need to get this on your, on your, on your show. You need to get these experts on there. This is a report like Gableman, you know. Um, they... Um, you know, we had, uh, there's other shows that should have had them on their shows. I'm not going to name no names, but. Uh, I'll have, uh, I'll be having Sharona Bishop and Jefferson Davis on about it at 730 live tonight. Okay. Well, thanks, Brandon. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can't, you guys. So what's it my show? We got to get this out far and wide. By the way, These was are... that lady, was she attacking the U.S. election integrity plan? Is that the I group? believe so. I think so. I don't know, Brandon. Well, I those are know. our friends. Those are good guys. Yeah, I know. She, but this lady, she's from Routers or Rooters, whatever they're yep. called. They don't yep. care. They love attacking people. That's Sean Smith, who we just had on last night. Right, right. Yeah. So they, uh, they've, uh, yeah, no, that's what they attack. Yeah, they attack. That's a, them. that's a retired full colonel who is working on well, stuff inside the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what this lady's all about. She, they're doing a hit job, and they're trying to. I think. Um, I believe they've came after them and tried to sue them, or maybe they are for uh, that group for canvassing for doing their job. Oh yeah, because they accused them of intimidating people for volunteering. I just got off the phone with uh, other canvassers in Alabama. By the way, they're finding massive Alabama ten. It's going to be massive, just like it is in every other state. I'm 
I can't wait to get down to Alabama and show John John Merrill that his state's right there. That's the Secretary the of State that poo-pooed it, right? Yeah, the Secretary of State. Um, but maybe, John, I, you know what? I'm going to send John this right now. Um, I'm going to do that right now. Let's see. John. John. And by the Merrill. way, both our guests are ready when you are. Okay, let me put John. You know what? I'll text John. Why don't we bring the guests in? And I'll, I'm going to send the uh, evidence to John, just like all of you need to keep sending evidence out there. Um, and uh, go ahead, Brandon. Let's bring, our, bring the guests in. All right, guys. Jeff, Walter, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks for being on with us, guys. To be Thank here. you. Let me, uh, let me start with you first, Hello, Jeff. Hello, guys. How you doing? Hey, great. Hey, hey, the day's finally here. You guys have worked on this for months. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been working Absolutely. on it for six months. Six months. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. Wow. Wow, I was right. Well, well I want to let Brandon kind of take over the interview here. Um, Brandon, if you want to, because uh, yep. he's, got, he's got all your all your uh, uh, material that we put up and all your report, and and uh, Brandon might know a lot more bigger words than I do. Well, I don't know about that, but I would like to start, Mike, <laughs> with their bios. Jeffrey O'Donnell. Uh, Jeffrey, I got your bio here. Tell it to us. It's more interesting to hear you tell it than me to read it. But if you are too humble, then I'm going to stop and tell people how great you really are. So don't be humble. We want your full bio that uh, that I'm reading right in front of me. Tell us about it, Jeff. I've been a uh, software engineer working with, uh, with with data systems and computer systems for about 40 years. Um, I've uh, had the... Uh, a good fortune to work for companies like Rockwell International, Westinghouse uh, Nuclear, uh, you know, Mellon Bank, or General Defense Corporation, um, quite, quite a few uh, large companies. Um, and I've always had the uh, opportunity uh, to, to you know, get in there and uh, uh, usually make sense of large data sets. That's sort of uh, where, where I live in terms of uh, uh, my, my 40 years of career. Uh, so... Excellent. Uh, and you've and you've worked at Penn State Applied Research Laboratory, I see. Yeah, yeah, I, I did work for them, uh, and uh, U.S. worked for U.S. Steel, you know, and, and uh, a number of things. You know, I've, I've the last uh, 20, 30 years, I've uh, mainly been a consultant on security and software and design and databases and, and all all that sort of stuff. Keeps it interesting. All right, so now that we've established your credibility, let's go to Dr. Walter Doherty. Dr. Walter, give us your bio. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Uh, my background is mathematics and computer science, although back when I was in college, there wasn't a computer science degree. So the computer courses were in the mathematics department or at Harvard, they were in the applied mathematics department. Uh, I've also been a consultant, but for... 32 years, I was a senior lecturer in computer science and engineering at Texas A&M University in teaching and researching a number of different fields of computer science. I retired two and a half years ago and have been doing consulting and working on election integrity research. A couple of months ago, I was asked to join Jeff in validating his findings, and that's why we're here today. All right, and, and, and by the way, just again, I'll make sure you said this, you have a doctor, a ma you've earned a master's and doctor's degree from Harvard University, correct? Correct. And uh, yes. taught, you senior lecturer emeritus in the Department of Computer Science and Engineering at Texas A&M University, and, uh, which attended on a, you also from Harvard University, which he attended on a prize fellowship from the National Science Foundation. So again, trying to establish for you right out of the gate here, folks, why this report should be paid attention to. Now, guys, what I want to do is go to page, before we go to a PowerPoint with you guys, uh, and which we're going to go through, I want to go to page number three, or excuse me, page 18, page 18 in the report, because it was uh, pointed out to Mike and I today, something in the report that seemed to bring of great interest, and that is 58 batches which were not duplicated in the new adjudication database must also be seen as suspect as their own chain of custody has also been broken by the fact that no record of them or their adjudication exists in the adjudication database in the use in use at the end of the election. A clerk wishing to view the adjudication status of a ballot in any of the 58 batches would be unable to do so. 
and so no information about those batches exist in the new adjudication database. Then it goes on from there to talk about processing these ballots and putting them through. Do I read this correctly when it says that these could were done in a matter of seconds, what should have taken much longer to do? That's correct. When the uh, after the, the the database was copied, kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but when the database was copied in the middle of the counting operation, uh, the it was obvious that the uh, the records for the, the ballots were not rescanned because there's a certain amount of time it takes. Uh, to actually physically scan paper ballots. We know the time, and they appeared in the database uh, within a few seconds of each of each uh, ballot arriving, uh, which is, you know, completely ridiculous in terms of, of trying to justify that as being actually paper scanned. So uh, that means that the it was definitely a record copy in, in, the, da in the database, in the computer, rather than... Uh, them actually rescanning the ballots. Okay, the reason I'm starting off with that is I, I just found that fascinating. I want to go through the seven points real quick and, and your PowerPoint that have Mike jump in and comment along the way. But the reason I brought that up right away is it, it, to me it immediately shows there's stuff being done that you can verify quickly if this is something that should take nine minutes or more and it's being scanned in 14 seconds, it shows that this is being highly manipulated. Would you agree, Dr. Walter? Uh, absolutely. And when you're ready for it, the two slides that I sent you would would illustrate this visually. All right. That's a PDF you sent. So let me go to the PDF that you sent. We'll grab those two. Uh, let's see. All right. I'll tell you guys when we're there, Logan. All right. Here we go. Is this it right here? No. Let's see. Here we go. Is this it here? That That's it right okay. there. Okay. All right, what are we looking at okay. here? All right, this is what Dominion says is in the server. So when ballots are scanned, they are grouped into batches, and those batches are represented by the folder at the top, the scanned batches. And then they get loaded, the information on them is digitally loaded into a tabulation database. So that's where the ballot information is collected for every batch. Then it goes to the adjudication database, which decides, well, now, who did this person vote for? So let's say you have two candidates for an office, uh, A and B, and they're ovals beside them. Well, if A is 100% filled in and B is completely blank, you know they voted for A. But most people don't take the time to completely fill it in. So A might only be 90% full. And they might have been trying to make up their mind and put their pencil or pen down on B. So there might be a dot in B. So maybe it's only 90% A and 10% B. So the either the machine has to decide they really meant to vote for A or it has to say, I'm not sure and hand it off to a human. And then the human looks at it and either says, yes, they really voted for A or both ovals are half filled in don't count this race. So that's what the adjudication database is for. After they've decided how each ballot voted, then the totals go into the main election, the database down at the bottom, and that's what generates the reports that says A got so many votes and B got so many votes. So this is what Dominion says is in the server. What Jeff found out, next slide, is that there are two tabulation databases and two adjudication bases in the server. And I'm going to give you the 50,000 foot view and let Jeff fill in the details. So what I described is the process that's supposed to happen. What actually happened in both the November 2020 general election and the 2021 municipal election in Grand Junction is that after about a fourth of the votes were processed in the tabulation database and adjudication database on the left, they stopped processing and selectively copied or altered those to a new tabulation database and adjudication database on the right. So in particular, in the November 2020 election, the tabulation database, when they copied it to the new tabulation database, they didn't copy about 5,000 votes. So that means there are about 5,000 people whose votes were not counted. 
And then when it got to the adjudication database and said, all right, which oval did they mark the most in? Who did they really vote for? It picked different ballots. And this is what put us on the trail, is that the clerks were observant enough. They said, hey, wait a minute. I've been asked to judge this same ballot before because they recognized something unique about it. And they said, there's a problem here. And so there were ballots that were not copied to the new database. So essentially they were deleted, that those votes weren't counted. And there were ballots that were apparently modified when they were copied so that the new tabulation database and adjudication base on the right-hand side, which is what produced the results in the main election base, are completely unreliable and were manipulated. I want to say some here so the audience understands. Um, I want to ask you guys, so um, just so everybody knows, uh, so what you're looking at, what you looked at, when you looked at an image that was preserved, that was uh, preserved or that was uh, back uh, a computer or machine, uh, the Dominion machines that was um, um, like um, uh, when you back up your computer, so to speak, before what these clerks do and what... Uh, and what was done in Mesa County um, uh, by uh, Tina doing her job. I, I want to say this. When you look at an image and stuff, and you see stuff on an image, I want people to understand this in the cyber world or whatever it is. Um, um, if, there's, if there's an image, if you see something in there, can that be altered in any way? Or is it preser forever preserved with timestamps? where I believe, as I've heard they're called hashes or hash, where one, if they match them up, that the, uh, is there any way that this stuff that you're reading could, could be um, altered by, by any way, um, in any way, shape, or form, or is it forever preserved? Answer that. The, uh, the image is in what's called an encase format. It's a special uh, format of, of imaging a drive, and maintaining the information of the entire drive, not just the data, but even the empty parts of the drive are kept in there. And it is all what is called hashed, meaning it's just basically adding, adding up all of the bits and bytes and you get a certain number. And if anybody changes even one byte, that doesn't anymore. Well, and, let, uh, let's take Dr. Doherty. Used Do all the Dr. Time Doherty, in you, you, you froze up there for a second. Let's have you back up about two sentences. Yeah, where Do you said if you change even one byte. Dr. Uh, Jeff, actually, Jeff, you uh, got the names wrong. Jeff, you, yes. yeah, back up about two sentences. Yes, if, uh, you know, it's an example of, of how a file can be hashed is if you have a file and you add up all of the bytes and the numbers inside of it, uh, that's going to come to a certain number. And if even one, uh, uh, if even one bit or byte in that is changed, uh, then that, that what's called that hash value when you add it all together isn't going to be the same. It's a lot more complicated than that, but that's, you know, it's even, it's even more uh, uh, reliable than, than, I'm, uh, than what I'm saying. Uh, but it's, it's essentially what it does. So what I'm trying to say is that uh, this encase file, uh, has, it can very easily get what's called a hash number out of it. It's just a big number of, of letters and numbers. Uh, and that can be compared with any other uh, copy of that particular uh, file of the, of the uh, and, and you'll know if they're the same because if they come out to the same number, uh, the chances of them of of two files coming out to the same number, um, I, it, it's astronomically <laughs> against not going to happen in this universe. So you of, can't manipulate the original data. Is what you're saying? Impossible. Not in it's not in the. Right, not in that encase file that the image was uh, stored in. Okay, okay, all right, go ahead, go ahead. I just want to make sure everybody understands that out there that's watching is um, this stuff when you, in the, but I, from what I've heard in the cyber world, it is what it is. It is what it is. Whatever you pull out, that's a picture forever preserved. It is what it is. So the stuff you're telling us. It can't be argued, you guys, right? I mean, you there's no way that someone's going to be able to watch and go back and see what you've seen and say, "Oh no, that was something different." It's got it's identical. It's always going to be the same. It's like taking a picture in time, only that you can't alter that picture. So, well, why don't you keep 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 going and uh, 
Uh, this is awesome. I'm very excited to see okay, what... Okay, so what uh, I'm going to do now, guys, is go to the PowerPoint that someone, one of you, I guess, spent a lot of time putting together. Let's go to it. Who wants to introduce this and talk about this database, this uh, PowerPoint, please? Yeah, I'll do that. I put together what I hoped would be kind of a simpler explanation to get people ready. I think that maybe give them enough background information that they can dive deeper into the report and maybe understand some things. So basically on the 19th of October, Mesa County clerks began processing batches of ballots, which of course would have been mail-ins at that time. Go ahead for the next slide. Okay, on the 19th, they processed 8,256. Lots of numbers here, but let's just keep going. Next, next, please. 20th, they did 11,359. Go ahead, next one. And on the 21st, up until 2.18 p.m., they processed another 6,298, meaning they had almost 26,000 uh, ballots recorded, votes recorded at that particular time. Okay, go on to next. Uh, at 2.18 on the 21st, these new databases that Walter referenced, uh, and they're the kind that contain the batch ballot adjudication information, were created. Mesa County clerks did not perform this action, and I cannot stress that enough. Um, Can I ask next, you how you know that? How do you know that? Uh, extensive interviews, and um, it's a combination of interviews with the people and simply what the data tells us. Uh, the data also tells us that they did not initiate this, and combined with with their uh, uh, very strong uh, denials, not not only not only did they deny doing it, uh, they they had many many reasons why they would never do it, even even if they and and nothing that they are even capable of doing does everything you're about to see. Okay, maybe <laughs> that last sentence I think is important. Everything that has been done, they're not capable of fully doing it. That's correct. Okay, that's the strongest sentence there you got. There you go. That's amazing. All right, there's the next slide. Let's go to the next one. Okay, so uh, initially it was blank. Next slide, please. Mm -hmm. Okay, so batch and ballot information over the next few minutes for all but 5,567 ballots was then copied from the original database to the new database. Uh, the first 100 was copied, the next 5,567 were skipped, and then the rest of them were copied for a total of 20,247 ballots that were copied from the original database to this brand new baby database that got created uh, by the system. Okay, next, all right. They were then reprocessed as if they were new. What I mean is the same kind of processing that would happen if a new batch of ballots, of paper ballots were scanned, went through, even some of the ballots that had just been copied went through manual adjudica adjudication again. That's of course, as you're saying, that's, that's letting people decide who, uh, who the person voted for because the machine can't tell. Uh, however, and this is a very telling point, the number of ballots uh, marked for manual adjudication the first time is greater than the number of ballots marked for manual adjudication the second time. If you have the same, the same ballots that are being judged by the same software, they ought to come out with the same ballots that need people to look at. And that's not the case. And that is, uh, uh, that right there is one of the biggest, uh, you know, single findings on its own. Next, please. Wow. Wow. Okay. So the difference in the numbers, okay, uh, it means, leads one to believe you can't, basically can't know if the ballots processed the second time were the same as the one who processed the first time. They may have been altered. I say may have because of the way this was done. Uh, the, the many of the uh, the trails were were eliminated, deleted to be able to tell. But that also means that we can't. There's no way to validate that the votes that were on uh, that were processed the second time were the same as the first. And right there, that violates chain of custody. Uh, all right. It also again it makes it likely the votes for those ballots to have overwritten the votes originally recorded. Go ahead next. Uh, the original database is never used again. Details about the ballots which were not copied, such as adjudication status, the time they were originally processed, are now hidden from Mesa County clerks. In other words, it, it, from, from then on till the end of time, the Dominion software that they used to, to manage the elections would be unable to bring up any information about those uh, 5,500 or so ballots. Okay, Next, so what So what if, hold it, so what if, um, what if you had a guy like me that had... Uh, 
uh, billions of dollars in lawsuits and all these other 200 people around the country that are involved in lawsuits, and they're supposed to preserve evidence. Are you saying that they might have deleted some of the evidence they were supposed to preserve? I know this is going to come as a shock to you, Mike, but uh, yes, uh, they did. What? I know. I know. You're going to lose mean, all your wow. faith in humanity at this point, I, I suspect. Right. So, so in yeah. the, let's. I want to say one more thing on that. I've heard it's a, it's a federal law, criminal. It's a federal crime. It's a state crime, and it also would be a crime, uh, as far as I'm concerned, with that, all these lawsuits. I don't know if it's a crime, but I know they call it spoliation, where you can't throw away evidence you were supposed to preserve, or you have to assume the worst that it's uh, you threw away the gun because you probably killed somebody. No. Um, yes. So anyway, I just go on. I just want to make sure everybody realizes what he's saying there. They deleted the uh, election. They deleted stuff, everybody, that they were supposed to preserve for 22 months, I believe it is, federally. I don't know, 20-some uh, months for, in, uh, for state and then for our preservation for all these lawsuits. I remember Dominion went after many, many, many people, citizens, and scared them with letters to preserve evidence. They didn't even know what they did. These were poll watchers and everyone. They put up home security systems on their houses, and they uh, they finally said, I've had enough, and did a class action lawsuit against Dominion this last fall. But, of course, the mainstream media, no media covered it other than us right here on, on uh, and maybe uh, a few others, and it's very sad. Uh, but keep going. I just want to make sure everybody realizes that they uh, that's just one of the things. So you've seen already we've seen manipulation in the first few minutes here, manipulation and deletion. You know, Jeff, well, would you yeah. would well, you say, Jeff, right. that they're covering up? Are they covering up the evidence of a crime, Jeff? You know, I, I, I write reports and I report on facts uh, and in facts do tend to point in certain directions. And uh, I think that a case can definitely be made, made for that. I mean, why else? And this is a question I've asked myself much over the last six months at every stage of, of finding new information. It was when you get to something, why else would they do a, something like I'm describing here? Okay, right. well, there is no benign explanation for this. Dr. Doherty, uh, were you trying to say something? Uh, yeah, let me go back to Mike's point about the deletion. We're really talking about two different deletions. So the first one that I mentioned in the overview and Jeff mentioned in his detail was the 5,000 ballots that didn't get copied to the new database and were never included in the final counts. So there were some votes that got deleted as far as the result of that election were concerned. This is November. Now, the same thing happened in March, April, when there was a municipal election in Grand Junction. After about the first fourth of the ballots were counted, they created a new database, selectively copied some, but didn't copy all, scrambled wow. the order, probably altered some of the ballots, so the same thing happened again. So we had ballots that were definitely deleted in November, probably deleted in April, and then in May, Dominion and the Secretary of State wiped everything out, all of those databases, with their trusted build that replaced all of this information, what was left of it, with a new set of software. So you had the violations in the election for deletions and alterations, where they did not properly preserve the records. And then you have the violation for wiping the whole machine in May. Wow. I want to ask this here so everybody knows too. If the, this, if you, if uh, Tina and I believe there's other ones too that are, they're on separate, uh, separate in Colorado. If these clerks, and uh, let's just talk about Tina. So if she hadn't backed up her computer like they like they were supposed to do, you back up your computer before they come in and do this trusted build, which they said was maintenance. Of course, you're you know you're making your backing up your computer. Had she not backed her computer up, would you guys have been able to find out about this manipulation and stuff? Or once once a trusted build is done, is it gone? Is it gone then? Databases we would never know. were deleted. 
by the trusted build and the only way to determine to, to have found this particular kind of uh, manipulation was in the data is and is in the databases. I mean, uh, you know, if I was a clerk at a another uh, county that used Dominion, I'd be kind of curious what was in my database right now. But right. Uh, that being said, uh, I also, you know, I want to be, I want to, and the point of being totally accurate, so you don't get jumped on for a minor point. I, I you know, I'm, I'm careful about using the word deletion because it might be replacing. It's it's kind of five one, you know, you know what I mean. Right on. So right. Uh, yeah, I, I I like to say deleted or replaced. Let me ask uh, both of you. Is any, it, I want to ask one question there. Would any would any anyone that has your guys's expertise or or um, cyber? I don't know. How much would a person have to be skilled? It's like I suppose it's like someone looking at fingerprints. If you're trained in looking at fingerprints or you're trained in whatever, if you guys would would uh, would anyone that would had cyber skills be able to look at that and say um, this is exactly what you guys found? You can't change it, but they would be able to say, "Hey, this happened." And uh, so, is, if that being the case, um, it it exists. My my thing is that that's why Dominion in the first place and other these other machine companies never wanted to look inside and say what's inside, what's underneath the hood, right? Absolutely. And, you know, after after going through this process, I would say anyone who, any technical person, a technical cyber guy who read through the report that, that I just, we just finished, uh, should be easily able to detect that if they had access to a database. You know, I, I, I could probably start with a new database today and within an hour I would know whether or not and the extent of, of this had uh -huh. occurred. You know. Let me ask both of you this. Is what you're I, want presenting... more, I want to ask one more, Brandon. Were you guys surprised at your findings when you first started this six, seven months ago? Uh, you're going in there with just a blank slate. Were you surprised that this kind of criminal thing or this kind of cyber warfare, call it whatever you want, or were you, or were you, uh, or were you, um, um, like I said, were you surprised or were you, or did you expect to find what you found? One guy was shocked because uh, when you go into a forensic situation like this, part of what you try to do is think like the other, you know, the, the people who were doing this. And I frankly was shocked to see what was left behind for me to find. Huh. That was, uh. that was my biggest shock. Uh, I, I recall uh, a couple times in this process seeing something that, that they left behind that I was able to find. I was always like, come on, you're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, so, let me have both of you answer this. If what, based on what you have now presented, is this consistent with an algorithm being used to tally these votes? Yes, I believe so. That, so... Now that we have seen that there was manipulation of the data, that begs the question of what actually did it. And the three possibilities that we lay out in the report are it could have been human error, either deliberate or inadvertent. Somebody in the, um, in the county clerk's office we, for all practical purposes, have ruled that out because of the complexity of the operation. Like, how would they know how to only copy certain of the files from one database to another one? Uh, that requires a, a level of technical training and, and competence that the ordinary staff doesn't have. So, for all practical purposes, we ruled out the the human error. So. The next possibility is remote intervention. So could somebody outside of the system have logged in, hacked in, connected to the computer, made changes inside? Report number two addresses that possibility because report number two discovered that there were at least three ways that somebody outside the system could have gotten inside. Um, the port 80 web port, the port 1433 SQL port, there were wireless modems in 36 of their devices. We don't have evidence whether they were used or turned on, but the hardware was there, so it could have been used. 
So that's the second possibility. It could have been some remote access. But because of the strong similarities between the two, so in both elections, both November 2020 general election and the spring 21 municipal election, it followed a very similar pattern of count about a fourth of the votes, then throw away about a fourth of those, modify some, and then proceed. It makes it most likely that it would be something that was pre-programmed to wow. say, do a checkpoint when you get about a fourth of the way through. If things aren't going the way that you want them to, then perform these operations to adjust the outcome. That seems to be the most likely, but that's a hypothesis. Wow. So how do you test this? The obvious next thing is a forensic audit of the source code. So if we get forensic access to the source code, we can compile it, see if it matches the software that's on the machine, and then go through it and say, is there any place in this program that it was pre-programmed to create new databases and do selective copying and manipulation? Wow. Wow. All right. We let's go. Yep, go ahead. Go you want to go back to the PowerPoint and finish this yep. up, guys? We're almost done. We're All right. Let's go back done. to the PowerPoint. So, let you pick yeah. it up there. Okay. So I just want to point out that the rest of the rest of the way through, there were no problems. Uh, everything went as normal, and I put quotes around normal because given what happened, can we be sure anything in this is normal? So the 20,447 ballots that were copied through the database can't be considered valid because they were subjected to unauthorized reprocessing. So the chain of custody of these ballots is, on this database is shattered, and the original vote selected on those ballots is unknown. We can't know what they were. The 5567 ballots that were left in the original database and not copied over can't be considered valid either because an effort was made to hide their existence from the Mesa County clerks. Uh, we, there are also some, some issues with those ballots. Uh, some of those also have some possibly fast loading times. Um, there, I can we'll eventually, in, in future reporting, getting into some... some there's, there's actually more proof just from the actual votes recorded on some of these things, but that's for a uh, uh, that's for a different scope of report. But so there's many reasons to have these two things. So uh, that that means that those whole first twenty five thousand plus uh, ballots, uh, we can't say for sure what the votes were on them. And when you say some also exhibit impossible fast loading times, that's what I started with, indicating that they were not scanned from paper in the usual manner. Within what does it indicate possibly? It indicates. Well, I'm gonna I'll go ahead and use the word. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be very fact based here, but it is con it is consistent with what we've seen in other places as a potential preload uh, of ballots into the system. Wow. All right. There's the next slide. Okay. So as I just said, they can't be. And I just wanted to point out, if anybody's wondering, uh, so we'd have to compare them to their original paper ballots if we can verify that we have the original paper ballots anywhere at this point. Uh, digital ballot images exist, but the companion files that would confirm their authenticity do not, leaving the digital images in an unverifiable state. Okay. So it is, it is more than possible that even the digital images could have been uh, could have been altered. It's possible. Uh, okay, so 20, just briefly, 2021, uh, held in March and April 2021, nearly identical evidence about manipulation. Next, please. In this time, it was uh, 4,082 that were copied to a new database. 4,458 were left in the original. Uh, there, there are only slight differences between them, and I kind of want to leave you with this. This is sort of the last thing. Of the four city council races held in that election, the largest margin of victory was approximately 3,000 votes. Now look at those numbers, 4,082, 8,544, 3,000 votes was the largest margin of victory. So, so you have people so who always, you know, anything you find, they say, well, that wouldn't have changed the election. This would have changed the election. Wow. Potentially. So, so, what, so what they're doing, you're taking, you have this group, let's say there's 9,000 ballots, they're taking... Uh, what you see in the first slide, you have 4,500, 4, let's say, pulled over. The other one is a different 45 mixed together, like a deck of cards put in there. And and uh, you don't know, there's no chain there of custody. So that by having, you didn't get the outcome you wanted, so you had to put these in to replace them. 
to overtake that 3,000 or to get that. Basically, what they found is uh, uh, this is what brought it up in the first place in Mesa County was these were nearly impossible. But everyone, it was like what I tell people, you guys, is uh, what if we had a, uh, let's say, um, I'll, I'll use my state of Minnesota. If in Minnesota, everyone said Biden won four million to Donald Trump's hundred thousand or vice versa. Donald Trump won four million to Biden's 100,000, everybody would say, no matter which way it happened, it's a computer error. It's a deviation. Something happened in the computer, okay? And, but when you do, when we, the way they manipulated this with these machines is, you just, you set it so you put in just enough to get the victory you want, and you manipulate the vote to get who do you want to win and how much you need to manipulate it to get, to, to get that done. And people, it's kind of funny, people, you know, as we're growing up, you know, especially when the computer age, people are going, oh, computers are more secure, more secure. And here we sit right now with a, a threat that they're saying on TV on your, this, with, you know, the biggest threat to our country is a cyber attack by Russia right now. And, uh, and Chris Krebs said after the election, the 2020 election, who said it was the most secure election ever, ever, Three months later, says uh, they asked him on uh, MSNBC. They said, "What's what's the biggest threat to our co- our country right now?" He said, "Bar none, a cyber attack from China, right down to the local races." I mean, so I mean, cyber these these computer these attacks are real. Um, the um, this, this is incredible. With, with with you guys, is there any way with you guys now that you've seen this in your mind? Could you ever? Ever in the, the in the future, the space we're in now, this time in history, is there any way that you could ever see using computers or machines to have an election? I thought it was a bad idea when they did it back well over many years ago, and now I think it's an even worse idea. Right, right. Because well, you can't. The one use. You know, you know, what I what I go ahead. Uh, the one use that I see for computers would be to verify a hand count. So right. if we had paper ballots that were counted by hand, we make the tally, post it up on the door of the of the precinct office, and then we feed the ballots into a tabulator, and it comes out with the same number. We say, okay, it's fine. It comes out with a different number. Then we go back and count them by hand again. So I think it would be a good check for the for the right. uh, hand what, count because right. he, let, let me give you one little thing from history you can rig a paper ballot election 150 years ago the chicago machine what they would do is sharpen a pencil break off the end of it glue it under the end of their thumbnail and then when they were counting the ballots they pick up a ballot and say, okay, one vote for candidate A, and the two observers would agree, and they'd write that down, one vote for candidate A, pick up another ballot, and it voted for candidate B, use that little piece of, of pencil to mark the other square and say, double vote, spoiled ballot, and throw it out. So you right can on. cheat on paper ballots too, but right. that's but my point but is don't use right. machines for either the primary or the sole count. Right. But, and you know, to your point there, yes, there's always cheating, but we moved into an age where you could never have cheated by 15 million or 20 million votes. We had seven states that had more votes than voters, or, or, and uh, we had, or more, and then we had 15 million, I believe, more registered, more people that voted than registered to vote in our country. Uh, we just came from Pennsylvania. They have a law in Pennsylvania. I just spoke there a couple of days ago. It's a crazy law. You can't have more votes than voters, or you can't turn in your electors. Well, they had more votes than voters, and they decide they turn in their electors anyway. So we and we've got we you know we've got which I believe, and I'll tell you guys the great the greatest replacement system is paper. Where's the best paper in the world? It's money. It's money. You put all these countermeasures in this paper, which we have developed already, and you vote, and they're in they're in sequence. Every, you write down the precinct level, you do it there, you clean up the voter rolls, no mail-in voting, in-person in voting, and you do that, and who has the best security in the world? Casinos do. They protect their thing. So you have cameras. 
So when they do that hand count, like you said, you do that, the whole world sees that. The whole world sees that. You can rewrite the camera. Uh, 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 you know, there's your count. Then you upload them finally to that internet, to that internet. And when you upload it, there's one more technology I wanted to add it on there. And that is when you have a concert ticket, you can see your ticket. I can't go through uh, the same time with he has a copy of it. Only one guy gets into that concert. So I pull up my little thing. When that gets uploaded, yep, there's my ballot. There's who I voted for. And uh, if you got the most secure selection that you could possibly get, you're still going to have some cheating. You're always going to have some cheating, but not to where where um, you can do it cheap by the millions or control every single every single outcome where every single person in this country, I believe, in the last elections were selected, not elected. If I can make one point about that too, Mike, something that the last year has really, really driven home to us that most of us didn't think about before, uh, all, all election records that don't violate the sanctity of somebody's vote need to be public and they need to make, they have to be required to be public. Yeah, absolutely. There is no good reason at all for a state or a county to just unilaterally decide that we can't see things that are basically just different ways to count the votes. That's all they right. are. And this is only Mesa County you did this in. This is only Mesa County. So any chance you get to look at any other counties where there are two other clerks that preserve their data? Well, um, I, I, hope, I hope there were. Uh, but, but I will say I've referred to Mesa County as the Rosetta Stone because we've been able to look at the effects of what happened in Mesa County. And is that because Tina that Peters did that. her job? Is that because Tina Peters did her job? It, Tina, it was a perfect storm of tremendous things that she happened to work for, for Mesa where they had these problems and she happened to have a backbone and actually get the, uh, uh, do the backup before, the, uh, before everything got wiped out. Um, it was tremendous, but we were able to use what happened in Mesa to to do some predictive analytics and things in other states, other counties. So I cannot possibly say how important that 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 one little uh, hard drive that came out of uh, of Grand Junction, Colorado. Uh, it, it it's it, it's 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 almost impossible to imagine how important. It's historical, and I, I will say this. It's historical. This is a historical day in history. It will go down in the history books of all the work and all the brave, the, the brave going back to Tina Peters that she stood up, even though they were attacked, all the people on the ground there attacked. Uh, people get their doors battering rammed in because of the Secretary of State Griswold and Dominion trying to cover everything up. You guys' great work over the six, seven months. You're making it possible for, I'll tell you, for a big thing on my end is we're doing, uh, we're going after seven states to start with Colorado being one, uh, Wisconsin, Colorado, Alabama, South Dakota, Arizona, Louisiana, and my home state of Minnesota. And, uh, and we are going after them for a preliminary injunction to get for no machines. The plaintiffs are you guys out there, the voters. Uh, these lawyers have been working on this for months. And now we have this great day with these guys have worked so hard for months and their findings. The evidence is here. It's over for Dominion. Uh, we want, we're going to get preliminary injunctions to get rid of the machines as they cannot have an accurate election and, can, and, they, can, and they can be manipulated. It's in violation of fundamental right to vote under statute 42 dash USC 1983 in violation of the equal protection and also due process. I, we, it's going to make it so much easier to go into these uh, states. And I would not want to be a judge, or I would not want to be a judge, or I would not want to be uh, uh, these politicians that push back and go, oh, we love these machines. We're so we're so happy with Dominion and Smartmatic and ESNS. Where has our country become where these companies get protected somehow? These, these companies that have done this to our country aided and abetted who all the criminals have, have done this when I say they there's it goes deep and wide um, but and then you attack companies and attack citizens you attack companies like my pillow you attack uh, you attack citizens like like um, people doing their jobs like Tina Peters and Sharona Bishop and all these great people in Colorado that they go out there it just happened there 
even the people that were out canvassing, that about canvassing, I've heard now just they put a lawsuit up against them. I mean, you can't canvass. We don't want you out there talking to people and finding out what they really voted for. I mean, come on. They've tried to, they have tried to uh, suppress us and cancel us out. They've tried to cancel our voice. You guys, I will promise you, all the work you've done is not going to fall on deaf ears. We're not going to let the media all go fox on us because that's the biggest problem we've had. Because this here, this is over. This is actually, you can't argue this. I, I, if I hear one more time out there, these uh, these journalists that call me go, Mike Lindell, conspiracy theory. He's never shown evidence. There's no evidence. Well, I want to thank you guys for all your hard work. And the evidence is here. This report is absolutely amazing. Great job, well, guys. You know, go get him. Thank you. You, you know the verse, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. If we don't know the truth about our elections, how can we be free? Oh, wow. That's right. And, and you know, they said, uh, I believe, I, you know, on January 7th of last year, they tried to put out our lights forever. That was the day that 1.2 million people got deplatformed and they just went after everything. If they take away our voice, we could have never spoke out for the for these great findings like you guys have here. And but our voice is back, and that's why I need everyone watching here. You need to go to frankspeech.com. You need to go down to that square. That's and you need to share it everywhere. Brandon, could you show them one more time where they where they can get that? Everybody watching to get that report and to share it on every platform. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Uh, get out. Okay. Uh, everywhere, talk about it every single day. There it is, the bombshell proof, everybody. Click on it, share that report everywhere you can. And um, but they, uh, and I think uh, I thank you guys so much for all your all your hard work. And I know there's a lot more to come. We're looking forward to that. <laughs> Doctor Doctor uh, Doherty, Jeff, thank you guys so much for being with us. We really appreciate all you've done tonight and done prior to tonight to get us to tonight. So thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Great show, Mike. Hey, Brandon, I want to do one more thing. I know we're over on time, but I want you to pull it up. It's to pull up the website again, you guys. Uh, you guys, there's about four things. Now, I'm going to do a call out. We need your help. So I want you here. here we need your help. Um, by the way, this is Dr. Frank calling in here. We're live. Uh, Dr. Frank, Dr. Frank, you're live here. How you doing? Hey there, boss. I'm here up in... Uh... South Dakota and meeting with some of the best uh, canvassers I've met. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you after the show, but we're live. Uh, we're live on the Lindale Report, and Brandon's got his great uh, newscast coming here. Uh, what the world? Uh, what's what is Brand? The World View World View Report. World View Report, the best news outlet in the in the world now. Um, but thank, but thank you. I'll call you right back when I get off here. Okay. About South Dakota law, about voting machines in South Dakota. Good stuff. I sent you a picture of it so you can look at it. Do you want to, do you want to announce it right here? It could be breaking news. Do you want to announce it quick? Well, sir, it, it, it's uh, 12-17B-3, authority of governing body to adopt, experiment, or abandon system. Quote, any governing body having supervision of elections within a political subdivision may adopt, experiment with, or abandon any automatic tabulating or electronic ballot marking system approved for use by the State Board of Elections. Any governing body may use the system in all or some of the precincts within its jurisdiction or in combination with any other type of voting system approved for use by the State Board of Elections. How about that, buddy? Wow, that's awesome. So in other words, they can get rid of their machines. It's already in state law. They can abandon it. Hallelujah. Well, we'll be going. That South Dakota's on our list right here. It's uh, that's one of the great. It's all it's all lining up. God God's had His hand in all of this, and uh, God bless you, Doctor Frank. And we'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay. See you. So everybody, if you go to that was Doctor Frank. You heard it there, South Dakota. We're finding out. I have a law in my home state of Minnesota. We'll tell you about tomorrow. Something very similar. The head of the uh, Republican, uh, the RNC, has the right to say, um, um, no, we don't want these machines. It's, or, to, or to actually, to, I guess, to audit them all. He can audit them just on his say-so. Boom, we can audit the machines. So after we found today what, what's exposed today, Brandon, I think you're going to hear a lot of that. Absolutely. Everybody, if you 
pull up. I'll give you calls to action here really quick. Pull up the website. Go to the Bombshell Proof. I want you all to share that with everybody you can. Right next to that is the LindellLegalFund.org. We are now going to do these preliminary injunctions in all these states. I am reaching out for all your help. You want to put your put money into helping because it, we have to get attorneys in every one of these states. This is what's going to get our country back. You want to help out Tina Peters with her legal stuff that's going on? Everything now is going into that offense fund. Everything's going there. I will give you my word. Every dime is going to go to help save this country. Please help. The other thing, uh, the other thing uh, is... Uh, if you all want, I, I'll say it with uh, using that promo code L77 at MyPillow.com. You can also help that way. It helps our show here, helps keep Frank's speech, uh, keep our voice going. Right there, this is the la- another thing I want to tell you. The click here, the Frank speech app is out, everybody. You can click on it right there, and it will show you. If Brandon, maybe click. Look at that, everybody. Go down, and uh, you can right there, you can if uh, go down a little bit further. Um, it should show, anyway, it shows if you click on it, you can download it right there and to your phone. Um, and then also, um, if you go back, Brandon, so you can get the Frank Speech app. Everybody's been asking me, you see that? I put my audio book up for free. You can press on it right there. If you click on it, Brandon, um, you can click on it again, I believe. There it is, and it'll start to play automatically. It'll start to play. I did it myself. It took was it was grueling over a two and a half day period, and put myself right back where all these things that have happened. You guys can listen to everything. Um, I I do it. I did it myself with, uh, but it's amazing. It's a it's a, so um, the auto books there. I just I wanted everyone to get it to uh, be inspired. Um, my life's been like God's blessed me so much and. I want that book to be a blessing to all of you out there, too. So, um, anyway, thanks, Brandon. I know we went over into your show. Yeah, but this is uh, a big, big day, so that's not a big, big problem. Now, and- the biggest day. This day will be, it'll go down in history, Brandon. Any, any of you out there, if you're if you're a cyber guy, go to this, go to this evidence. Go down to the bottom, and you can download, you can download the uh, um, stuff that uh, that validates the report. And, uh, you know, you got to do that, everybody. Get down there, validate the report. Don't take uh, don't take our word for it. Just go there. This is it. It's over. They're caught. This is what they tried to keep away, keep the public. This is what they were worried about. We now know what's inside those machines, and it's not good, as Dr. Frank would say. It's not good. <laughs> and, and I will have Sharona and Jeff Davis with me. Tonight, about 7.40, 7.35, uh, right here live to talk about this report and why they believe this kind of thing also went on in Wisconsin. And again, what's coming up Thursday, March 24th, at the state capitol in Madison. Right. Well, it happened in every state, but one of the things that common with Wisconsin is they also deleted their two brand. They used the illegal WEC, had them come in and do the trusted build there, too, so... Very similar, a lot of similarities, everybody. Great stuff come out. Didn't I tell you all? The month of March. I said it early in the month, didn't I, Brandon? You sure did. The month of March. Is, this is the month, everybody. There's a lot more to come. But this was the this was a big, big, big bombshell. It's over. We've get it out there. Let's get rid of these machines. Let's get that 2020 election pulled down. All you journalists out there that are watching, don't be like the one I talked to earlier. Do your job and actually report that this is real. Or, you know, at least go on there and say, well, you know what? I looked at it. I don't know what I'm looking at. Do something, okay? Don't sit back there and talk about the weather like Fox is doing, right? Okay, so God bless you all. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Mike. That's the Lindell Report. The Worldview Report comes up next, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for watching. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.